good afternoon, good evening, good whatever it is, wherever you are. And welcome to the latest episode of Cloud Filtered, Cloud Unfiltered. Hey, <laughs> the most relevant part of that introduction is the good evening part, because today's guests do not come to us from um, one of the standard US time zones. They're coming to us all the way from Italy. So I'd love to welcome uh, Luca Relandini and Stefano Hello. Gioia. Hey, guys. Hey, thanks so much for being on the show. These guys are both uh, technical solution architects for Cisco. Um, and as well as those two, I've got Vallard on, who has not been with us for a while. Vallard, where have you been and what have you been doing? Oh, I don't know. I've been around. But uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm thrilled to be with the Italian dream team today, the, the Italian data center dream team here at Cisco. So, Or at least uh, two of them. So looking forward to this one. Yes, thank you, gentlemen, for representing the dream team. Um, as, as we always do, I'd love to hear from each of you uh, how you got into tech before we start talking about what it is you're doing over there in your lab in Rome. Let me first, Luca. Okay. So we are part of the digital acceleration team in Europe. We came to Cisco through different channels, but actually we have a past in common. So we will tell you the story since the beginning. We work with... Uh, automation, software, and cloud. Mostly, we are focusing on software offerings and solution from Cisco. But we have a software background. So I worked 20 years in the software industry before joining Cisco, working at customers or software vendors and in professional services. So I joined Cisco as a kind of alien 10 years ago because I was one of the few guys having some interest in software and speaking a language that the normal network engineers don't speak. Now, recently we are creating this group where we welcome people with similar experience and we are doing amazing things together. So for our amusement, but also for demonstration to customers and to share uh, knowledge and experience. The lab is part of this activity. <laughs> I like how you say it's for your, also for your amusement. <laughs> So Luca, how did you how did you get started though? Did you were you into computers for, from the time you were a kid, or did you study it in college, and and that's what got you into it? Actually, when I was five years ago, my grandmother uh, predicted that I should be an engineer. So just to make her happy, I went through a an <laughs> career studying uh, scientific matters subjects. And when you were five. Yes, that is strange. But usually, they always say they want to be a doctor or a lawyer. Now I'm an engineer. Actually, she okay. liked me like an engineer. So Good grandma. I studied uh, electronic engineering, but I focused on uh, computer science since that time. So I worked as a programmer initially, then a software architect. I was an evangelist for service-oriented architecture, working for software vendors and working at very important projects with my customers. Then, at the given time, I decided to switch to pre-sales and I moved to Cisco. Now my life is much easier because I'm not, no longer spending nights and weekends at delivering projects. I'm just doing the talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Luca. I appreciate the, uh, the details. And uh, that was a, a terrific prediction by your grandmother. Um, a good, good, a good grandson for listening to her. Yes. How about you, Stefano? How did you get into tech? 
Well, long story short, um, I was uh, playing with games uh, and programming at the age of 10 with Commodore Big 20 and uh, Amiga, uh, PC and, and stuff like that. Then uh, I was a very huge fan of, uh, of airlines and flying and I decided to uh, try uh, to be a pilot. And at the age of 14, I just went to the military academy and said, I want to be a pilot. And they say, mm, Mr. Joya, yeah, you're wearing glasses. You can't do a, a, a pilot. So I say, okay, I'm going to study and try to be a, a commercial pilot. And at the age of 18, they say to me, Mr. Joya, yeah, you're still wearing glasses. You can't be a <laughs> pilot. So I'm going to be a, a, a techie guy, uh, try to earn money. And when I will be retired, I'm going to be a, a, a private pilot. So that's uh, how I ended up in technology. I started working when I was 20, so I not going, uh, didn't went to the um, to the university. I start my career in in, in Ericsson, and I worked mostly for uh, 20 years in the telecommunication and large enterprise environments. Met Luca uh, in uh, 2006, where we were where we were both uh, working for a company named BA that was acquired by uh, by Oracle, and then uh, Luca say, hey. I just need someone who helped me. Uh, I need to have a higher ability of myself. So that's uh, the reason why I joined Cisco. So we had the two of us doing basically the same jobs and helping each other and having fun because we believe that uh, as you spend a lot of time in, in, in doing your own jobs, you need to have fun. Otherwise, it would be a miserable life. So I think we're having fun, isn't it? A lot. How could it not be fun to be on the data center dream team? Have you had to kick anybody out of the dream team? Like, how does one get in the dream team? Uh, by infection. Infection? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, so dream team, I would, I know we, we talked about a little bit about this before the call, but um, you guys are working on some neat projects in your lab over there. And we'd love to hear about it. Specifically, I think today we agreed to talk about um, one in particular, which was what you're doing with Cloud Center, Tetration, and App Dynamics. Um, and you have some other things. So um, I don't know what you want to start with, but I'd love to talk about that project today. If you can tell us what you're doing, why you're doing it, and what, you're, what kind of results you're seeing so far. Actually, we like to work as pioneers. So we started the integration of three products to show the potential and the power of the API that are exposed by each of the Cisco products to show our customers how well they work together, how easy it is to integrate that, and what is the business value you can get from the end-to-end -end integration. It was also an opportunity to practice for ourselves, to learn how that works, but also to share the experience and knowledge with colleagues, partners, and customers themselves. Were you were you were you surprised how easy it was to get working all together, or did it was it difficult to get all three of those three of these components to work together? I think that everything started at the coffee machines, so where uh, the two of us and, and Ricardo, another uh, member of the dream team, uh, chatting around, we need to, we need to discuss and we need to present solutions to our customer rather than presenting different products. So we decided, okay, uh, what are we going to do? Well, I have an expertise in titration, Ricardo said. I said, well, I have an expertise. We both have an expertise in, in Cloud Center. 
what about combining uh, titration cloud center and app dynamics to provide uh, a solution that is capable to to provide a visibility on what is happening in your data center from the from the technical point of view with titration and from the business point of view with app dynamics so we decided to to create this this integration and we said okay let, let, let's try to work together so, yes indeed uh, we created basic building blocks that can be reused in the automation of the deployment of any software stack. So we took an, a sample application as the subject of the demo. It is deployed by Cloud Center in our lab that contains different virtualization technologies, different private clouds, and could always be extended to a public cloud. So wherever you deploy that sample application, it will bring the services that we integrated in the automation uh, definition, which are sensors from both titration and app dynamics that are deployed together with the application, the software application, and make it immediately integrated into the analytics solution so that you have visibility end to end on the two sides. Let me interrupt a second. For customers who do not necessarily know the difference between the products, what does titration do versus what does app dynamics do? That's the million dollar questions. <laughs> well, both of the software provides visibility of what is happening in your environment. But while Tetration is more focused on discovering all the application dependency and, and, and be compliant with all the policies that you define in your data center from the network point of view, AppDynamic is more on uh, um, exploring and provide visibility in your application from a business point of view and also from a code perspective point of view. So AppDynamic is able to uh, have a look at uh, uh, how your code is, is performing, identify any bottlenecks, uh, identify any problems, and provide uh, a dashboard with all of this information about what's going on, what is good, and what is bad. It's, it's really uh, a, a nice tools that proactively engage with your business and technical user. And I think that combination of two provide really a unique uh, solution for our customers and partners. That would be very helpful to help operations to find problems and solve them before users of the application start complaining. So they see the dashboard, they see that the baseline, uh, that, that there is a deviation in um, the response time or the service level from the baseline that has been recorded dynamically in the past period, and they can immediately take actions to solve the problem. So that visibility is, is useful both in the operation, but also when you are going to deploy a new release of an application, because you can benchmark that with other release and see if that works better, or maybe you are making something worse in terms of performances or stability of the environment. So having that automated by Cloud Center at every uh, release of a new build of the application is a precious help. Okay, you bringing up Cloud Center really makes me think I should have asked in the beginning as well. Let the, let the audience know what Cloud Center is and does so they can understand what these three building blocks are before I guess we uh, talk any further about what they can do together. Can you just summarize that? Interesses. It's a software product from Cisco that has two main roles or features. One is automating the deployment of a software stack that could be an application that you have both, like a commercial application ready to be deployed, 
or maybe the outcome of an internal development project. So you create a custom application for the binaries you have created in a repository and make the system deploy that. The other very important use case is that the deployment can be uh, directed to any target. So you can deploy that on-premise in your data center, eventually configured as a private cloud, or to any public cloud. So you have a single dashboard, a single self-service catalog, where users can select one of the applications that have been modeled and ask it to be deployed to the target of their choice, according to the governance model and the policies, role-based access control, and whatever uh, rule that the administrator of the tenant has set for them. So it makes it very easy to manage the life cycle of software applications and consuming resources from different clouds. Okay, so, so let me see if I understand the, the use case of it. So really what you're doing is you're using Cloud Center as the automation tool, which sets it all up, which deploys it for a new application. And then by having it integrated into um, Tetration, then you're able, and App Dynamics, you're able to get visibility to the applications that are deployed and uh, troubleshooting capabilities that you would get for these complex uh, applications. Is, is that kind of the, is, is that the use case? Is that the, yeah. is that it in a nutshell or what am I missing? No, no, this is the, right, the, the right description. In a nutshell, what we provide is a choice for customers. Whenever they have a very complex applications, they can deploy automatically this application by using Cloud Center. And this application can be deployed, as Luke explained, in any uh, public and or private clouds. And the customer can select whatever to ingest the threshold sensors in order to verify what is happening at the network's level and if there is any discrepancy with the policies that you configured in your data center. And or um, ingest app dynamic agents to provide application performance monitoring of your applications. So you may want to decide to deploy only an application with AppDynamics because you know that uh, uh, you're going to deploy this application in, uh, in Amazon, so you don't need to inspect and, and provide. You don't, you don't need. Yeah, you don't need to. So we provide choice on how they want to uh, have those kind of visibilities. And error-free because everything is managed by the application. What were you saying, Valley? Oh, but but they can all integrate together, or you can pick different pieces of it to put in there with Cloud Center. Yeah, and it's an error-free uh, process because everything is uh, created and managed by Cloud Center, so there is uh, it's no manual uh, um, deployment by the users that can introduce mistakes and errors and downtimes. So you create the automation model in a graphical editor by dragging and dropping business uh, building blocks from a palette. Those building blocks can be elementary services you want to add to that deployment. That could be a monitoring agent, a backup agent, whatever you want to add to that deployment. Those are reusable assets. So we created the deployment of the titration sensor and the app dynamics sensor agent into the virtual machine as reusable assets. So they stay in the palette, and we can add them to any application profile. That means any model for automated deployment of any application you want to add in the service schedule. 
Oh, uh, I see. I see. So it makes it easy. So it's not like it's something difficult that to insert it into their existing their applications. It's just you use the template and you deploy it in Cloud Center, and it'll just automatically come up working. So uh, I, one one question about that. So how would you? So if I wanted to do this, like, how would I start? Like, do you have? Is it written down someplace? Is it secret? held by the Italians in Rome lab, or is it like <laughs> what? <laughs> no, we published all the story, the description, and the assets we created in a in a blog post on the Cisco Corporate Cloud blog. So it's available there. The assets we created are also shared on GitHub. So everything is fully reusable. Of course, we can point people at the repositories and the blog documentation, but also help them remotely. Eventually. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so this is something, Ali, we can put in the, I guess, the show notes. Absolutely. So, but but if I understand this correctly, though, this isn't something. It doesn't sound like it's something we're selling together right now, is it? Or or is it? Can customers just buy this today? And you guys were just messing around to see how well they would work together. Yeah, correct. Absolutely. Those are three separate products. Our business units are working at the integration in an official way, supported by Cisco. We invented our own integration. We anticipated that kind of work. It was a kind of pioneering. And as I said, it was for us, just for us, and the amusement, but also for your amusement. To <laughs> show how easy it is, because it's all based on open API that are well documented. So uh, you can put all the pieces together also in a custom project, any custom. So yeah, do you as Lucas say, uh, yeah, sorry, as Lucas say, we strongly believe in knowledge sharing. So everything we did, everything we are going to do. If we were still in Cisco, naturally, we will be uh, uh, any asset that will be shareable with everyone in Cisco and outside Cisco by by uh, uh, leveraging our partners. So we will provide uh, uh, um, documentation, uh, help on how to implement these use cases in in customers and partners labs. So we are we are open to to share uh, everything with uh, with anyone. How, has how how's the reception been so far with it? I mean, did you has it have you just gotten the integration working now, and you're just starting to go out and share it with people, or uh, what what what's the state of it right now? It was presented at the Partner Data Center PT in Amsterdam this year, and Partner liked that because they understood something technically, but they also they also got confidence about that things are doable. In addition, we also worked with some guys from the Cisco Academy, that is a, a technical school in Amsterdam, where we grow young, young talent to insert them into the uh, Salesforce. And they, three guys from that school worked with us, helping to document the assets we have created, and how the lab has been built, and the architecture, and the way to demo the use cases we have built. So that's another way of sharing our experience because we are benefiting those guys and mentoring them, making probably them grow technically much faster than studying on books. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Do, do you have any? Um, do you have any other uh, projects in mind for for a different integrating of different um, solutions together that that you'll be working on that you can give a sneak peek on or? Yes, there is a great demo that Stefan has built about the continuous integration, continuous deployment in the same lab. 
that you want to explain? Yeah, then, well, number one, uh, probably we, we should explain uh, the, the, the idea behind the lab, which is uh, kind of a leading oh, yeah. environment. So we have this, uh, this lab with all the Cisco products uh, like from uh, uh, Service Catalog, CWOM, App Dynamics, you name it, all the other products. And we try to, to uh, create solution that leverage uh, uh, the combination of different products. So one of the solutions that we are working on was the continuous integration and continuous delivery demo, in which we are going to demonstrate how Plug Center can provide in less than a 20 minutes a full continuous integration, continuous delivery uh, pipelines, stacks on demand for customers in order to embrace the, the DevOps methodology. Hmm. Another demo we are working on was the integration with Cisco Spark and Cloud Center. So you have a Cisco Spark bots that use it to instruct Cloud Center to do the deployment uh, or, or to cancel a deployment. So those kind of geek stuff that, that we love it. But most of the time we're trying to, to create solution based on customer on customer needs. Um, yeah, we have tons of different uh, uh, items and solution that uh, we can publish and, and we can talk about in, in the next episode if, if you guys like us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how many, Stefano, how many people work in this lab with you guys? How many? Oh, well, 200, I would say. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it is the three of us. So, Stefan and myself and Ricardo, which is the other one that could not make this call. But we are sharing that with the local SC community and colleagues from Advanced Services. So, more or less, we are sharing this directly with 20 people in the office here. But, of course, we use that for uh, colleagues in other countries and also with our partners and customers. So it's a showcase that yeah. is reused many times. And to give you an example, Ballar was one of the guys who greatly helped us uh, in setting up a specific piece of, uh, of uh, technology in our labs. And without him, that was, was impossible. So kudos to, to Ballard. <laughs> Ballard. Yay. I was, I was waiting for that, Stefano. Thank you. <laughs> we offer well, the opportunity and the possibility to use our infrastructure for his practice and for improving his great product that is Kuban. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's just really neat that you guys have this lab over there and it, it and that you're just, it sounds like trying to figure out the best way our products would work together for customers. Just, just right. Yeah, Instead of them having to figure it out, we're figuring yeah. it out. <laughs> like here, here's a bunch of Cisco stuff. Figure out how it works, and you're actually trying to say, no, no, no. Here's the experience behind using all the Cisco products, and here's how they can help you solve a business product a pros problem, rather than just throwing a bunch of products at them. It's like here's an integrated solution that can do it. Yeah, I'd like that. Hey, I do have a question about it. Um, specifically, the the Cloud Center Tetration App Dynamics combination you're working on. If customers weren't using that, I mean, we haven't had Cisco hasn't had either of those products in the portfolio that long. Um, how were customers doing this before? Uh, were there third party party products they could string together, or was there a way? Would they have to write their own code to do this, or how were they doing that? Or how are they probably doing it for those who haven't? discovered this combination of products yet? Actually, titration is a brand new concept. It was born at Cisco, 
and it addressed some needs that probably didn't have an easy solution before. So this having that kind of visibility into the system required manual activities, collecting information from the network and from the servers, putting them together, uh, analyzing the data if you had a system that was able to ingest that and create analytic views on that. So probably there were not so many competitors for uh, titration when it was launched. For App Dynamics, probably the market has some similar solutions. We claim that, of course, ours is better. But the value is really from the combination. So having the combined visibility on KPI that comes from a business angle with AppDynamics on the application software and from system telemetry, that means every breath the network and the servers take is recorded and maintained in the system and analyzed to create very compelling dashboards that give you the feeling of what's happening in the system. You can also simulate the application of policies to see the impact that they would have in the production environment without compromising that with a trial. It, it is very powerful. So having those two analytics products together, it's great for operation. And having the deployment of the sensors that enable those products in every application is a great asset that Cloud Center can offer in addition. So you're saying it would have been really difficult. It would have been a lot of manual work to pull this data together. Really yeah. difficult at the very least, maybe not possible. Yeah, on the angle, if you think about the APM or the application performance management, which is part of application of AppDynamics, usually uh, in the past, people was uh, react to failure of the application, right? There is a, a, an alert in the screen say, hey, something's wrong. So you are going to react and try to identify the problems. With the uh, concept introduced in the past by AppDynamics, uh, you're going to proactive uh, um, there is a change in that you not only react to uh, to alarms, but you try to avoid uh, an alarm. So you be notified of uh, problems just before a problem is happening by uh, a technology that is implemented in in, in AppDynamics. So it's really a change of shift and mindset from from the operational teams. It's not only to react, but proactively uh, inspect applications and identify possible problems that can lead to an outage of the applications. Nice. So it's a huge leap level for a uh, leap forward for IT service levels really. Yeah. And another important topic is security because now distributed applications are so complex that you could have a risk attack surface that is very wide, difficult to control. In this case, analyzing everything is happening in the system who is talking to who, what system is generated some traffic or calls or activating some processes in the servers becomes immediately visible. So you can analyze patterns and understand everything is deviating from the normal baseline that you have certified in your data center. So in a nutshell, the Tetration can see everything, right? What is happening? And there was a nice joke uh, uh, about Tetration and Vegas. You know, you Americans say, what's happening in Vegas, stay in Vegas unless there is Tetration, they can have a look at what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring Tetration to Vegas. No. Uh, but that, that was not mine, it was by another uh, Cisco guys. Speaking of that, will, will you gentlemen be speaking at the next uh, Cisco Live in Orlando? Will you be there? Uh, no. No, nope? okay. Just checking. 
Where can we hear you next? So where, 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 where will you be speaking next? Where, where would you be in public that? Actually, I spoke last week at CodeMotion, which is a developers conference that is going through Europe. So in the Rome edition, I presented just the DevNet demonstration and uh, I did it live from the lab in the office. Oh, cool. You know, actually, that brings up a question I wanted to ask, but I know we're running out of time, but uh, I wonder, what's the tech scene like in Italy? I know that, uh, or in maybe in Rome specifically, I know here in Los I'm in the Los Angeles area, and we feel very excluded from what's going on up in Silicon Valley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we're in the same state. So I can't imagine my so I can't imagine what it feels like to be in Rome, but maybe you guys have a really thriving tech tech scene. What's it like? You want to take it? Tech scene? I have not understood. Uh, the technical, uh, it, you know, ah. community. Are there a lot of meetups? Is there a lot of, um, you yes, know? Yes, there are meetups for the open source community. So we sometimes participate. We are also thinking of creating a Cisco meetup here to share uh, knowledge and experience. So that could be done on-prem using our facilities at the office, but also outside in the um, incubators and the other places where developers or the startups sometimes meet. Are there a lot of startups and like other tech companies in Rome? Yes, there are many. Cool. Yeah, of course, they are multinational. So they have their local office here, like they have in many other places. But uh, here in the area where we have our office, there are many software vendors and system integrators. So the environment is uh, active enough, I would say. Don't, don't you guys have like a lot of people coming into your labs sometimes for doing like make fairs and, and like using 3D printers and IoT stuff as well? Well, we actually try to engage. So we, this is a nice story because we actually create on top of our lab a geek lab which is something which is disconnected from the traditional Cisco technologies, but is, is a place where, uh, where we can experiment with different types of technologies, from 3D printing to modeling to integration with, uh, with IoT sensors in order to, to get uh, uh, any information like the weather or, or stuff like that. So it's a kind of uh, living in environments where uh, every individual uh, uh, Cisco employee in Rome and Italy can have his own space to 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 make to play with the technologies, regardless of the Cisco technologies or competitive technologies. It's 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 a way to 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 use uh, um, to foster innovation. To foster innovation, correct? Yeah. It does. Cool. That sounds really neat. That yeah. is cool. Well, guys, I really we're we're out of time. I appreciate you, uh, you know, spending the seat your, the early part of your evening with us and letting us know what's going on in the labs. And and I hope you'll come back in the future to tell us more of what you're up to because it sounds like it's really neat stuff. Yeah, absolutely. We're here. Thank you so much. Are are either of you on Twitter? If so, I'd love to have your Twitter handle so that our listeners can follow you. Yes, we will send it. Okay, um, we'll go ahead and include that in the show notes. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, Ballard. Bye.